<clears throat> hey guys! Hey guys! Welcome back to another Power Trip J- Gaming, Gaming Powercast! Power Kevin is again with us because we can't get him to leave. Nope, nope, he just sits on the couch. <laughs> this is my spot. Yeah. There you have it. Same spot, same divot. He's yeah, still there. That's it. <laughs> hey man, don't mess with the divot though. Once you find that groove, once you find that spot, that sweet spot in the couch and stuff like that, oh, it's just, it's heaven. It is, man. It's, it's heaven. I'm not going to lie. Once you find your, like, your groove in the couch, you just sit there and it's like, you just fit like a glove. Oh, oh. Yeah. Love it. Getting yeah. excited thinking about it. I'd say it's almost like one of the greatest feelings, like putting on a fresh pair of socks, man. Like, once you get that sweet spot, you're just like, oh, nothing can fuck with me. Yeah. What? Wait, what were we talking about that? I was like, that's, there's nothing quite like... Something and you're like, and then you brought up the socks. I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Shoot, what was? Because that would be my. mm. (laughs) Maybe taking a big poop, and then you wipe, (laughs) and then you wipe, and it's just clean. It's like, how did that happen? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Oh my god, yes. That, like the, I the call miracle it the, poop. I call it's, it the perfect poop. Yes, exactly. It's the like, perfect poop. You just shit and you, you go just, to wipe your like, poop. Yeah, you're, it's like it, it comes out. You feel so relieved. And then you go to wipe and you're like, oh my god, there's oh, nothing right. there is nothing on this piece of toilet paper. What the hell just happened? Now, here's, Didn't I just poop? Now here's my question to you. Have you ever taken the risk and just, pull, and just be like, well, I guess I'm done, and then pulled up your pants? Hell no! <laughs> That's just like one of those one of those things like have you ever sharded and then realized like it didn't hit the underwear but you, you're just like I'm gonna chance it I'm just gonna wear the same underwear what do you mean wear the same underwear like honestly if you oh, shard yourself my, oh, do you like, change, oh, change your underwear oh, oh yeah if or, I know if I knew I sharded myself or I if like change. you waddled to the bathroom pulled your pants down and be like no I got nothing and would you take the risk and still wear the same underwear I mean, after wiping myself, if, if there's nothing on the on the underwear, oh you, my you might be good. You might be good. <laughs> this guy's an animal. What are you talking See, about? I'm, I've been blessed. Yeah, you know, you've got to change every five <laughs> fucking minutes then. You shard all the time. I've been blessed with a very deep ass, all right? My butt cheeks go deep. I can fit my whole hand between my butt cheeks and I still won't touch b-hole. That's how deep my butt cheeks are. So if I shart, I got cushion. So basically what you're saying is you have a very large ass. I am thick. With two C's, as they say on the streets. <laughs> I am thick. My uh, booty's my booty shaking. Like I got I got room to Don't you remember on the way to work that one time when I sharted? I remember. And I had to run to the bathroom and I was like, nope, made it. <laughs> That's this is off topic. <laughs> uh, but Luckily, it's but it's important nonetheless. It is important because people want to know about our personal lives and it doesn't get much more personal than about our colon health. Then about the perfect poop. The perfect poop. That's right. You can shake your head all you want, but you know <laughs> that I that just, is untouchable. Bye, <laughs> I don't know how But I see Andy being the opposite way. He takes the perfect shit and then goes to wipe his ass and his hand just goes right up. <laughs> this whole episode is going to be about poops. I have a feeling. And he's like, well, what's in here? I mean, <laughs> we could get into this a new adventure. <laughs> Oh my god, what an opening. Oh, what an opening. That's a good Oh one. man. <laughs> Alright, so we're talking about Zelda. <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about today? I think so. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Alright, so we're talking about Legend of Zelda. 
Uh, Legend of Zelda. One of the most powerful franchises in the world. It is such an iconic series from the moment it was released in 1987, at least in America, earlier in Japan, but um, 1987 was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System, and ever since then, it has just been a juggernaut of the gaming (laughs) industry. One of the most iconic and, and most beloved franchises in video gaming history, and I think it kind of transcends even just video game yeah. history because people who people who don't necessarily play video games still know the Legend of Zelda, or at least they've heard of it. Yeah, and, and that common misnomer or whatever, if I use that word right, where Zelda is actually Link. Like people are. Oh yeah. Oh, that's Zelda. Oh, you're playing Zelda. That's Link. Oh, Thank look. You. Yeah, that's that's Link. <laughs> Zelda's the gal that he. She's the princess that you have to save. It's like that one woman when you were waiting outside the line and sorry, you here for Nintendo? You here for Nintendo? <laughs> yes. Like what? The Ni- whole company. <gasps> Nintendo here is here today. Oh my god. <laughs> you're waiting for the next classic. You wait. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was man. outside. Yeah, digressing here. I I remember when the uh, the Nintendo Classic Edition launched. And I decided to go to Target before work, and there was already a line of people there. And I decided to try my luck and and uh, get in line with the other people. And this woman turns around, she's at like near the back of the line, and she's like, "Oh, are you here for Nintendo?" <laughs> and I'm just I, I, like, it's not dawning on me. I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Nintendo, are you here for Nintendo?" And I'm like, "I'm here for the Nintendo Classic Edition, yeah." And she's like, oh, well, they only have 20 in the store, and, and uh, I was told that I'm, I'm the 20th person. And I'm like, well, uh, uh, all right, I, I'll still, I will take my, my chances with it. Sure enough, I was 21 out of 20, so I, uh, I was not able to get one on, on opening day. And her little, are you here for Nintendo, was like the icing on the cake that I just, like, I wanted to, like... I wanted to punch something after that. <laughs> yeah. Because, and, and it was so funny because Nintendo has this, like, this informational thing that says, like, there's no such thing as a Nintendo. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I wish I, I had that at the time so I could just, like, hand it to that woman and just be like, <laughs> Like a Jehovah's wrong. Witness pamphlet. <laughs> You're wrong. There is no such thing as a Nintendo. Yeah. But uh, uh, Legend of Zelda, I mean, f- from its very first game, like people were ensorcelled by this thing. It was such an adventure. It, w- it was the just like it was intended. It was mm-hmm. the exploration of it, yeah. the, the finding the secret caves, finding the the fucking dude under the bushes that got pissed off when you burnt his bush. Like it, you owe me for a new door. You owe me for a new fucking door, you prick. Like yeah. stuff like that. It's just, that whole world was so immersive for its time, mm-hmm. and it's even today like. You still get that sense of wonder plugging in any Legend of Zelda game. Oh yeah, well, since the CDI games, but even those <laughs> still have their charm. You yeah. know, there's not great, but they're you know, who knows? That was what got me into the original Legend of Zelda. The first time I ever played it was just this, the <clears throat> scope of the uh, of Hyrule of of mm-hmm. the world that you could explore and the amount of exploring that you could do even though you didn't necessarily know what to do or or what the the correct order of of operations were um every time you found a a labyrinth or you found some kind of secret that kind of uh got the game moving forward you just felt this overwhelming sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. and it was it was such a great feeling and it's something that's always stuck with me ever since the first time i played it how big was the original map 
Was it 16 by 16 squares, okay. I believe. I don't even know what that comes out to. I'm not good at maths. Uh, wait, wait, maybe... Mm, maybe what? No, no, it was 16 by 16. Was it? I believe so. Well, 12 by 12 would be 144 screens. I don't think there was that many screens, though. I really don't know. I can't... I will say, it's hard for me to imagine in my head, and yeah. I wish we had something around, but... Uh, what about you, Kevin? What, what was your feelings on Legend of Zelda? Maybe not necessarily the first one, but just your overall feeling of the franchise. It's one of those franchises I can always go back to. Mm. There are certain ones I'll play over other ones, but mm. I think for the most part, most of the games have been a hit. So. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I still, to this day, will always buy a Legend of Zelda on day one. Like I bought the Switch for Breath of the Wild. Yes, you did. I mean, I I really don't pre-order consoles very often at all. Like PS4, I waited a couple years. PS3, I waited a few years. Like I, but the Switch, I needed that immediately because Breath of the Wild looked like such a fucking advancement compared to its predecessors. Mm -hmm. Like it just it blew me away. I was like, I I want to play this immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it didn't leave my Switch for Jesus maybe the first couple months. Uh, yeah, but you needed all that time. That was it was oh, such yeah. an expansive game. It was so huge that you needed months in order to really explore everything. Yeah, I think I sunk maybe 160 hours into it, oh, and I think no my way. completion rate still was only like 80. percent Like it was, it wasn't wow. that great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, everyone knows Legend of Zelda came out on the NES in '86 for Japan, '87 for us, right? Yep. Yep. Then you had. Uh, Adventure of Link, yep. which Zelda came out two. in yep. 89, 88. 88. I believe oh, it was wow. 88. Earlier yep. than I mm -hmm. thought. Um, which came out first? Was it Link's Awakening or Link to the Past? Link to the Past. Link to the Past, that's right. And Link's Awakening was basically... It was Link the same to the, time. Yeah, but it was basically the, the version of Link to the Past on the Game Boy. Because they took a lot of, they took a lot of, of things from Link to the Past to put into Link's Awakening. So yeah, I, yeah. Link's Link to the Past came out in 1991. Link's Awakening came out in 1992. Okay, so they were relatively close. they were relatively yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. Then you had the seasons game or the Oracles games. You had Seasons and Ages for the Game Boy Color. Mm -hmm. You had uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. I mean, it was a landmark title right there. Yeah. Because I mean, you besides Super Mario 64 for the the N64, like usually the other people, the other game people think of is. Yes. Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. Time. Or Ocarina, as some people say. Yeah. A hard O. To each his own. Uh, well, yeah. yeah it's I, I would say English Ocarina, is an evolving language. It is. <clears throat> uh, you had Majora's Mask. Mm -hmm. You had Minish Cap. I mean, you could go for a long Phantom time. Phantom Hourglass. Wind Waker. Yeah, Wind I Waker. Mean, yep. There's so many titles. Mm -hmm. I still want to try one year on this channel to play through every Zelda title. In one year, hmm. There's it's a hard game. Yeah, it's a hard. Yeah, there's a lot quest. of titles. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of titles there. Still, then you have the CDI games, which are I'm never gonna play, probably ever. No, well, yeah, I don't no, ever I want, want emulation. To. Maybe. I yeah, but I, I don't. Even if I had, hardware. even if I had the actual hardware, even if I had the actual games, I have no desire whatsoever to play those games. No, not whatsoever. Were, they were like bastardizations of yeah. Adventures of Link yeah. or Adventure of Link. So not to digress, but can you imagine what a, a, a juggernaut Nintendo and Sony would have been 
had the Nintendo PlayStation come out instead of Nintendo going oh God, to yes. Philips to make the CDI, which then gave birth to those pieces of crap. <laughs> oh yeah, like Nintendo. Oh, I mean, cow. essentially the console, like current day console, wars there would, would be no be console. There would be no console. I war. think Xbox would have got crushed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Xbox well, Microsoft may not have ever even even joined at that point. But see, also, you can't even, see. We can't even speculate that because it's entirely possible that. Had they gone that direction, they could have also flat out destroyed the industry. Well, that's true too. You, there would be this, no. That's one of those things yeah, where there like, would be no competition, so therefore could, we it wouldn't could drive speculate anything. it, and it, we, they could have destroyed like the home market the way like arcades damn near destroyed themselves. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So without comp, like without <clears throat> legitimate competition, there's no. They growth. would have been able to do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. And there's no telling whether it would have been good or bad. Yeah. So. Well, that's what, like, Atari did to themselves. There really was no competition. But then they basically marketed themselves and just made crap and crap. And then yeah. people basically gave up on video games saying, nope, this is the best that you can do. And it's just we a toy no for kids. Or, yeah, it's a toy for kids. Or even yeah. Sega. I mean, Sega kind of created its own demise in the way it advertised with some things. Mm. And, and just trying to out outsly the competition they ended up shooting themselves in the foot they didn't kind of shoot themselves in the foot they did shoot themselves in the foot yeah many many times <laughs> which was sad because i mean sega was such a powerhouse they were saturn in the dreamcast for, for a while um actually even in the genesis era genesis versus the super nintendo uh sega was winning the console wars which is hard to fathom yeah you know they were winning yeah Mm-hmm. We were actually just talking about this with Tim about like Sega versus like Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. how Sega sold better here than it did in Japan, but like what was big on the Sega was a lot of sports games, hence why Genesis didn't have a lot of JRPGs as mm-hmm. opposed to the Super Nintendo, which had a very large array of them. Of them, yeah. Yeah, which you know, but uh, that's off topic. Fuck mm-hmm. it, Zelda. <laughs> what do you know? What would you be your favorite? Zelda title. I know your your expanse is kind of limited. Oh, I can answer this for you. Link to the Past. He's done. Uh, of course. Well, that's all he's ever really played. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> I have played Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, Phantom Hourglass, Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask... Oh. I what? fail to believe you that's, played Wind Waker. That's right. Well, I know... Well, I, I remember he did play... Uh, I did give him that that disc at the one point for GameCube. Yeah. So that had the first two and then the two sixty four games on mm-hmm. it. Well, but so. I played I played them on the N sixty four themselves. Oh, okay. I played uh, uh, Link Between Worlds. I, I've done like a lot of the games, just maybe not a lot of the newer ones like Twilight Princess. I haven't gotten to yet. I haven't done Skyward Sword. Shut up. Twilight Princess is not new. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> saying like the, the the later releases. I suppose. So, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, uh, Breath of the Wild, I have not gotten to yet. However, though, of what I've seen and what I have played, obviously Link to the Past is my favorite. Of course. And I smile because I know that you absolutely disagree. I loathe it. I know. I loathe that game. I love that game. It's going to be fucking Castlevania Bloodlines all up against this bitch again. No, no, it won't. <laughs> no, it won't. No. Uh, Kevin, what would you say is your favorite Zelda title? Um, it's a twin. Uh, the Ages and Seasons. Oh, I think yeah. overall those are like the most creative of the Zelda games. Yeah, because 
they were two separate games, kind of like going into Pokemon Red and Blue, mm-hmm. where you basically had the thing you did, but then there was the final ending where once you've beaten both of them, you went and you did the, the full ending. Yeah, it was really cool. I actually have never done that with Seasons and Ages. Um, I did, I beat Ages, but I got, was it? I got stuck in a dungeon in one of them and it just never panned out. Mm. But I did, I, I, those games were really cool. Yeah. I would say mine is, you know, I loved Link Between Worlds. I really did. Which is so funny because you did not like A Link to the Past. Yeah. I really didn't. Which is, which <laughs> Link Between Worlds is literally a direct sequel to Link to the Past. I feel like Link Between Worlds was presented better. Like, because it felt more of like the Toon Link. And I liked Toon Link. Like, I liked oh, Phantom Hourglass. Oh, you're talking Hourglass. like uh, Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, Wind Waker. Waker. Yeah. And, like, and that's what that one felt yeah. more like. And it even felt kind of in a weird way because I would say maybe my favorite overall is, is probably Minish Cap. I loved yes. Minish Cap. The music was f- so phenomenal, and just the whole environment of it was so much fun. Like it felt like two different worlds because you you were small, you could be big, and you fought bosses that like were a regular enemy, but you were small, so he was big. It was it was really interesting, and I loved what's his name as uh, the main villain. That I don't know how you pronounce his name, Vatai Vadi. Some I fucking say it. And he was cool as shit. Like and just the whole idea of it was really neat. But uh, I'd say Minish Cap was my favorite, followed probably by, um, and this is kind of weird, but um, I actually loved Phantom Hourglass. I did, too. A lot. I did, too. Phantom Hourglass is fantastic. It felt like Wind Waker. Yeah, it was, just on a smaller scale. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'd say of of the console, Wind Waker would probably be my favorite. Uh, Just because the music in it was probably the best of the series. That was when, yeah, because that was when they they almost, it was like full orchestrated Mm -hmm. music, and it was a fantastic soundtrack. I absolutely loved it. And strangely almost shot themselves in the foot with the series, because people did not like Wind Waker's aesthetic. No, they did not at all. The the cell shading, they did not like. They didn't like the animated look. They didn't like uh, a young Toon Luke, or uh, Luke. (laughs) Luke. Luke. Star Trek or Star Wars on my mind. Yeah, no, they really. Didn't. But yeah, no, people. That game was not well received when it first came out. Well, I wonder because then there wasn't there like a tech demo of what they like past Ocarina and Majora, where it's like it. it I want to say I, I bet you could look up like uh, I don't remember what it was called. It wasn't called Wind Waker. It was called something else. But there was like a tech demo that was released that it, it looked gritty as fuck and it looked really badass. It was it was like Link fighting Ganon. And then, like, all of a sudden, Wind Waker was presented, people were like, what the fuck is this? Like, especially since Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask were so dark, like, going to Wind Waker, it almost felt like a step backwards. Yeah, because Ocarina of Time was, was pretty dark, but, oh, then Majora's, dark but then Majora's Mask made it, like, it was ten times as dark. Yes. But then, actually, it was funny, because as you got further into Wind Waker, like, it did get pretty dark. Like, well, I mean, Phantom Hourglass was the same way, too. I remember it getting yeah. pretty dark, like, in there. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's... I, I have, the, like, the... I have, an, like, this, the issue I have with Wind Waker 
It's the exact same issue I have with Breath of the Wild. Mm. We've got this nice big map. Yeah. 90% of it's fucking useless. Mm. Yeah. It was it was There's barren. a lot of nothing. The sailing yeah. was boring to me. I didn't care for that. Yeah. Once once you unlocked the ability to travel, it was better, but you're right. The just the fact that there would be stretches where you're just kind of sitting there waiting to get to the island. Yeah. It's, but it was weird because it gave the world a weird scope of like this big landmass you're traveling over Hyrule cool and then once you discover you're under like when you go under the water and you're like holy shit like this is the land of Hyrule yeah like, I just nah. still it never appealed to me it made the game boring yeah no that's that's a fair a fair qualm and then the only other thing I don't like about that one is like I love the cell shading and stuff I just don't like Link's design yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is football funny. head. No. Which is funny because I panned Link to the Past for having a cartoony design, and I, I love Wind Waker. I know, yeah. that's what I don't understand, is literally that is one of your biggest gripes with that game, is the fact that it's too cartoonish for you. Well, it's because I, I suppose... He it, just doesn't like Fat Link. It's Well, yeah, Hobbit Link pisses me off. It's, it's the fact that I feel like Link to the Past tried to present itself as a dark game and just was not. The aesthetic didn't fit. If that makes sense. Because, like, the way they talk about the dark world and all this shit, like, there's a... I don't know. Just something about it. It it felt like it was trying to be darker, but wasn't. Like, the the aesthetic didn't match what they were going for. Like, like it was your problem with with Bloodlines. With Castlevania Bloodlines. It's Dracula. It's dark. It's this. But then you have this bright-ass palette that just I kind see, of I see what you're fit. saying. You're saying so you're you're talking about it strictly from an uh, an aesthetic yeah uh, point of view. The game itself because is because I was because I was going to say when you're in I I one part of that game that always sticks out to me where you just you really have a sympathy for the dark world and what darkness is really kind of encroaching on is when um you are in the dark world for the first time, and you have to find the ocarina, and you play oh, yeah, it, yeah. and you play it for the for the uh, the the boy. He said, "I yeah. just want to hear my ocarina one last time." You do that, and then he beca- like he turns into a tree. And yeah, I remember the first time I did that, and I just felt this overwhelming sense of sympathy and sadness. Like, oh my god, like. He just, he wanted to hear it one last time, and now he's a tree. Like, oh my god, that is like the saddest thing ever. Is this the third time in games you've cried? I did not cry. <laughs> I just felt, I just felt like this, this, yeah. almost like this kind of like, wow, this really is a really dark and cold world. Mm-hmm. But yes, I can understand what you're saying is that the aesthetics of it, some of the bright colors, even though they're in, in like, almost like a, a, a fall. Like like browns and mm-hmm. oranges and yellows, uh, uh, but yeah, it's 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 a little bit too bright for it to be kind of like a real dark world. Yeah, basically. like it, just the round the round. It's not the word. It was just so weirdly pastel feeling. Whereas mm-hmm. Wind Waker, like it didn't really take itself seriously a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it was kind of jokeish. Like there were jokes. That, so it's like it didn't try to be dark if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah because otherwise I do like Link to the Past it plays very well and it's I mean it's an icon it's mm-hmm. set the staple for so many games to come and I definitely give it its credit but well, it's just the aesthetic to me just does not appeal to me and doesn't fit yeah but honestly it is it, it created the parallel world of yes. having the light world and having the dark world which was 
ironically, later enough, renamed Low Rule. So there was <laughs> there, there was High Rule, and then there was Low Rule. Yeah, which is clever. Um, yeah, it, honestly. But back then, it was just known as Dark World. But it it created an element of the game that then became kind of a staple into the Legend of Zelda series. Oh, yeah? Where you had the multiple worlds, where you had the light world, you had the dark world, and... So, I mean, I, it may not have been the correct aesthetic, but, I mean, at the time, it was very experimental. They didn't know yeah. where they were going with things, and so, honestly, I think that it was... I think it was well done for what it was. Yeah. I was like, I never take away what it did for yeah. the series. I, I think it's it was needed, mm-hmm. and I just think, personally, I it was not my favorite. Uh, it, it was probably the bottom of the totem pole for me. Even lower than Spirit Tracks, which Spirit Tracks was a rough play. <laughs> I did not like Spirit Tracks. It was not as I great not like as Spirit I was Tracks. hoping. Nope, I did not like um, it. What was I going to say? But no, as you were saying, like the the whole introduction of the parallel worlds and stuff, that's something that I was thinking about actually sticks true to every single Zelda game past that. Because, I mean, or some even, form of another. Even Ocarina of Time, which then took into account time. Yeah. Instead of a dark world and a light world, you had, well, which... In essence, it actually turned into a dark world where yeah. you had the past. What the was future. it? Yeah, the the past link, which everything is all bright, happy, cheerful, and then you have the future timeline where then everything is dark, and you can tell that the darkness has kind of taken over, and mm-hmm. Ganon's rule has really. You could tell that that the people have felt it. Yeah. So you've got like zombies and and mummies in the in the town, and and some of the ghastly noises that they make can actually be pretty yeah. creepy. So, um, but yeah, it's it's. It's a staple that they've really used ever mm-hmm. since. So, Twilight Princess did it with the world of Twilight, mm-hmm. where you had to go between the two worlds. You mm-hmm. had Skyward Swords. Skyward Swords sort of did it with the whole uh, upper world. Then you dive into the lower um, link between worlds. Which link between was, worlds, it's same thing: high roll and low roll. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Minish Cap had something similar to a, to a degree. Breath of the Wild really doesn't. I don't think Wind Waker true, really. Actually, I don't think Wind Waker really does either. Uh, yeah, it gets darker, but that's just through a natural progression of the game, though. Yeah, so I don't I think. Really yeah, so that games. that one didn't really have it either. Yeah, there are a few games that kind of fell so. short on that. But I mean, more often but, than but not. But more than not, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, what is something you do not like about the the series? As as I mentioned, or games that you did not care for throughout the series, which I just, I gave mine already. So this is why I'm laughing, because when you said that you, uh, you absolutely dislike Link to the Past, the bottom of the totem pole, and I, I was like, that's fine, because one of the Zelda games that I cannot stand, and I, I've tried to get into it on two or three different occasions, and I just cannot do it. There it is. Minish Cap. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I... Why?! I cannot, for the life of me, and I, I, I cannot get into Minish Cap, and I've tried several occasions, and it's just, I, I do not like the stiltedness of, of like, the, the big link and then the small link. Mm. I do not like it. I, I, I think it's too jarring. Things, easy things that should be easy to overcome are, like, damn near impossible while you're small link. And you, like, I just, I did not care for it. You are aware that by saying this, we are going to play Minish Cap on the channel. And Bullshit, you, we're not. you are going to be playing. Oh, BS. 
You know, that's happening. We're going to lose subscribers, you know, right? <laughs> we might already. <laughs> I said I hate Link to the Past. You say you hate Vintage Cap. <laughs> so, so actually, uh, that would be a good thing to, to comment on. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Who do you think is more at uh, at fault or, or more, uh, more oh, guilty of this? I lose, hands down. I just want to hear other people say it, though. That's like saying What's, Symphony of the Night was a travesty of a game. What is worse to hate in the world of Zelda, A Link to the Past or Minish Cap? Oh, Link to the Past. You decide. I'm prepared to lose that fight. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but, no, I... I can see where you're coming from. I just, I yeah, yeah, and I just, it, I don't know why, but it's like for some reason, like the the progression just it, it seemed like some of the 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 simplest of things they they took such a complex approach in order to prolong the game to make it really kind of mm -hmm. stretch out so that it's like I, I I it's been so long since I played it that I can't think of any 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 particular like scenarios but i just i remember playing it and just i kept trying and trying and i was like i just can't get into this game i just did not like it i didn't like the mechanics of it and i just it made me long more and that was right after i played that one right after i played phantom hourglass mm -hmm. and i absolutely loved phantom hourglass yeah. so maybe so maybe that was a detriment to it where i cuz as i was playing minish cap longer and longer i was like man i wish i was just back to playing mm -hmm. Phantom Hourglass again. Which even Phantom Hourglass, the only rough parts of that were going through that fucking tower. Or whatever. Yeah. Having to yeah. do the stealth bullshit. Oh, again. yeah. Until you got the, the like the fully powered glass and you could just kill everything. Yep, I remember like, that, yeah. Fuck that. I yeah, I, I didn't like the uh the whole time constraints and yeah. stuff like that where you had only a limited amount of time to, to do stuff because sometimes it would be like really like <laughs> get your heart going. Yeah. Well, what about you, Kevin? What would you say is a game is a game of the series you didn't care for? Spirit Tracks, Phantom Hourglass, <laughs> the Toon Link shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, that's. I feel like a lot of that too is because it's all stylus based. There was no control pad. That is true. Yeah. I, I completely forgot about that aspect of Phantom Hourglass. It was completely stylus reliant. Yeah. Wow. Well, I must say at that era too, a lot of DS games were. I mean, yeah. uh, World Ends with You was completely mm -hmm. stylus. Mm -hmm. You couldn't really use control or the the D pad or anything. Um, mm -hmm. What was it about it that you just didn't care for? Well, Spirit Tracks. I just the overall game is just garbage to me. Spirit like, Tracks was rough. It's it's one of those things where they're like, mm. okay, the Zelda franchise is known for experimenting with like every game that comes out. But this one was like, let's just throw darts at a board and see what the hell we come up with. Pretty much. All right, we're going to put you on these, this thing that you have to follow, but, you know, the game can fuck you, and you just have the enemies hit you, and you're done. No, it's over. You're done. And that is exactly why I stopped playing Spirit Tracks 20 minutes in, and then never, didn't touch it for four years. Wow. It's because the first time I got on a goddamn train, I ran into one of the damn demon trains. It was an instant kill. And I lost all my progress. Mm. I said, never again. Because the same thing happened to me in Blue Dragon for the oh, Xbox yeah. 360. Which I've told this story, I think, a couple times now. But there was... I, I played for about an hour, and I, did, I hadn't saved it. I was in a dungeon. I met a particular fight. It wasn't even a boss fight. It wasn't a mini-boss fight. It was just a random encounter. Where the enemies got to act first. All they did was charge themselves by hitting themselves with lightning attacks. And it was like a progression where it was like the first time they hit him, it was 10% charge. Then the second time I hit him, it was like 25. And for some reason, I did not get an action for 20 turns. They were fully charged. 
The very next turn, they completely wiped me out before I got one turn. I said, you gotta be fucking kidding. I threw my controller. The game exited the system and hasn't touched it since. It's been about ten years. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny, it just it, keeping to the, the digression, but um, I just recently played through Resident Evil 2 again, mm -hmm. and something like that similar happened to me where I, I know that game inside and out, and so I, I, I pick it up and play it again from time to time, and of course, the more I, I pick it up and play it, the more comfortable I get with it, so the more complacent I get, so the less I'm actually saving on that game, and there is, <clears throat> so you go from the police department, to the sewers. So I, I was playing as as Claire because I did because I, I did Claire's scenario first, and so I, I was playing as Claire. You go through the police station, the uh, the uh, the sewers, then you go to the uh, to the lab, like the the uh, the uh, umbrella lab, and then it's like basically you're you're near the end of the game at that point. Well, I made it to the lab. I probably had about maybe another twenty. 25 minutes to go. I had been playing for an hour and a half and I, I hadn't saved it. And I was doing, I was, I mean, I was doing fine. I wasn't, I had so many different healing items because I just wasn't using them. And then I went into a room that had two liquors in it. Oh boy. I made the mistake un, like I didn't realize it at the time, but in retrospect, obviously I, I, I know what I did wrong. I went into there in caution health. Mm -hmm. Now, the only caveat of when you have a caution life bar in Resident Evil 2 and you go up against a liquor, they can do this special move where they leap at you and they will literally cut off your head and it's an instant kill. Mm -hmm. Only if you are in caution. If even, you're in, if, even if you're in the light caution, not the dark really? caution. Even if you're in that first step, just, just below fine, they can kill you in one hit. And I literally... I heard that sound. You're like, oh! And I tried to get into the into the the uh, the menu to yeah, yeah. to use a heal thing. I couldn't. Thing cut off my head. I died instantly. And I'm just like, I was <laughs> I was okay with it at first. And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't I didn't save. I didn't save once while I was playing. So I literally was playing for about an hour and a half. And I have absolutely nothing to show for it. Why do you think I constantly oh. take pictures of passwords when we play anything on the channel? Because I know you. <laughs> but the only thing is that with Resident Evil, the more you save, the lower your rank goes. So well, you I had to save once, and you would have been good. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god! Is so there? I, can you get a ranking where you just literally don't save? Like, is oh, there yeah. a special thing you get? No, 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 no. Uh -oh. um, it, it's basically you can actually save uh, from one to I think eleven times, and you'll still get like as long as you finish in a certain time uh, time frame, you will you'll get an A ranking. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But mainly, um, your ranking is based on how quickly you can actually finish the uh, the, game. the game. Oh wow! So. Okay. <coughs> Wow. But, yeah. That was I was I was so pissed. I was so pissed. <laughs> but anyways, it just reminds me of like your your whole spirit yeah, tracks. Spirit tracks yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand a lot of it. Like the whole princess getting caught in the armor thing was it was a cool idea being able to control her in the armor and it was a neat concept, but just the rest of the game surrounding it just did not work for me. And that's yeah, which is funny that Yeah, just 
they went too experimental on that one. That's just it. That's... Yeah, definitely. All right, so what's a wish, like a wish for the series you you would love to see, or like a change or something that that you you would you would like to see in like a future title of any sort? Um, they actually already fulfilled one of my wishes in Breath of the Wild, where it's an open world. N- being able to use other weapons. Oh, yeah. That was one thing that kind of always drove me nuts about Zelda, is the fact that you re- were really only ever limited to three All, weapons. Always the sword, always the bow and arrow. Wooden or yeah. iron yeah. something. Mm-hmm. The fucking... It was a yeah, white just, sword or some yeah. form well, of a it was, sword. It was the magical sword in the first one, yeah. and then it turned into the master sword in every single one since. For almost, yeah, well, almost, yeah, because in yeah. Minish Cap it was the four sword. Oh, right, there was like right. four sword for a stretch, but yeah. it was mostly the master sword. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I, I, it was cool and everything. I like the idea of the master sword and stuff, but it's like I kind of would like to see different weapons. Mm-hmm. So when Breath of the Wild came out and they showed you could you could equip so many different things, I was sold. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like, I liked, I liked Skyward Sword because you could craft the different shields, and I thought that was really cool. I liked the different shields. But, again, I still have the three swords. So it's like, eh, fuck. But the only, my only big problem with Breath of the Wild is the weapon durability system was stupid. Oh, no. Rewards that you got in shrines could be weapons, and they were unique weapons. They can break. You no longer have that weapon. It sucked. Well, the biggest problem was... Durability made no fucking sense. No. I could take this awesome fire sword, hit an enemy a couple of times, and it breaks. It's badly damaged. I can take a wooden stick, hit the same enemy five, six times more than I did with that sword... And it's still fucking going? Yeah, that, that was the biggest problem with the, like, the laser equipment or whatever. The ancient it. equipment? The ancient equipment. It literally was like a glass cannon. Powerful as fuck, you get maybe two swings at it. Oh. And then it broke. And it's it, it, like, it was such a... It, it made the, the reward system of the shrines and finding these weapons and stuff kind pointless. of irrelevant, yeah. Yeah, because it's like you just didn't want to use them. Mm-hmm. Even the shields, even the bows themselves had durability. So it's like you'd find oh. this really awesome bow by killing, what, what were those things called? Lycos? The, or no, the, the big, big fucking, uh, the like, Minotaur guy, not Minotaurs. Uh, Lynels. Oh, Lynels. The Lynels. You'd get some extremely powerful equipment. You just didn't want to use it because you didn't want to waste it. Yeah. The only... Like, even the Master Sword was rechargeable. Mm. It it broke, but then it... Oh, a certain amount of time elapsed and it came back up. So you didn't have to worry about it breaking. Well, but there's a thing with that. Like, if you were using it against Ganon... Creatures of Darkness. Yes. Creatures that were influenced by Ganon, it wouldn't go down in durability. No. Anything else, it and, would go down in durability. And it would get stronger. Like, oh. the, the sword would actually shine light, and it was unbreakable. And oh, it was, like, double the, double the strength. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was cool. It's kind of like J.R.R. Tolkien, where the, the glowing... Uh, sting? Yeah, Sting, where it glows blue to for uh, around orcs. Yeah, and yeah. goblins and a couple other yeah, things. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, there were a couple of places you could remake... Uh, what was her name? Um... Mypha's spear or whatever you could go to that guy and he would craft a new spear for you if it broke or I think one of the other towns had something you could do you craft it again if you wanted but it's like getting some of those materials was so freaking annoying mm-hmm. it's like like I liked using the spears I thought that was cool I liked the the hammers all that cool shit but the durability system was kind of stupid I, mm-hmm. I did not like the well, way they handled and see, it the durability system would have been okay had they taken a page from like um, 
Fallout where you can repair equipment. Well, like or Fallout, yeah, Morrowind where yeah, I've got stuff. It's got durability, but the durability goes down, and then I cannot use it. But I could bring it to someone and have it fixed, yeah. or I can just get rid of it, mm-hmm. or or even like if they had like a way of enhance like enhancing equipment so that oh look, I can increase the durability and decrease the rate at which it gets damaged and stuff Mm -hmm. like that by using ancient screws and stuff like that to make the weapons better. No, no, none of that. You just, you can't do that. Mm. No. Which is, another thing I loved was the different armors. I loved the Because they did that effects. Yes. And I just loved the way a lot of them looked. Yeah. Like, it was really neat to not see the traditional green tunic and green hat like you could just you he looked how you equipped him and I thought that was awesome mm-hmm. which is I liked um what was no that was that one where he had the blue the blue tunic or whatever yeah right he came out the champion's tunic that's what it was called I liked him in Hyrule Warriors I thought his design was amazing like I loved I loved the different iterations of his of his the green tunic like in Twilight Princess how he had like the chainmail underneath I thought was really cool you know, it's like the cool variations, but it's like kind of you get kind of sick of seeing the green shit all the time. But uh, yeah, so what was a wish? Where did that come from? <laughs> that was a wish that you would. Oh, see that it. was yeah. my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, if, yeah. Well, I don't know if this has ever like been covered in a game, but has there ever been like a story in the Legend of Zelda that really goes into kind of like the origin of Link and where he comes from? Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword does. Skyward Sword is... We'll get into this when we get into the timeline aspect of Zelda, but uh, it's... I want to say Skyward Sword is the start of the series? Because it introduces the whole idea of Ganon and 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 Zelda well, and Link and how... Demise. It was Demise. So, like, Ganon and, like, the whole idea of Link and Zelda is reincarnation. Oh, it's you okay. defeat well, the evil it's not, here. It's not even a, it's not direct reincarnation. No, 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 no. It's more of a, a title. Yeah. In a way. Well, it's more of like the essence of what made them them goes, but you don't get like the memories with it or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh god. Gotcha. So basically, there it's the chosen aspect of the of the Triforce just reincarnating in physical form. Yeah. Mm. So like it it kind of plays into like you said uh, like the origin of Link like where he actually and it's actually Skyward well, Sword is pretty heartbreaking. Master Sword wasn't yes. it? Because it's it's the the sword with Fee originally and then yeah, and then that's what becomes the Master Sword if I'm not mistaken. I think so. But actually, that's that's one of the most heartbreaking moments is when you go through all the things and you kill Demise and like Impa ends up like encasing Zelda in this. I don't even remember what the material was, but like oh. you go through the whole game trying to rescue her, only to realize that you you can't. Like mm. your fate is already sealed, and there's like a touching moment where he like touches the the thing she's encased in, and it's like you you feel his heartbreak. You're like, oh fuck, oh. <laughs> like all that work, and you still can't really and save you her. Still can't save her. But it's oh. it plays into the whole destiny thing, where it's like you are destined to protect her throughout all the timelines. And yeah, it's, like, it's it's it was actually really well done, which is why it kills me when people say they hate Skyward Sword because it's the game is very good. Mm-hmm. It was just I think the motion controls killed it for. For what it was, you know, because gotcha. some of the motion controls could be kind of iffy, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so. but that was yeah, because I mean, then I mean, obviously, I I need to play Skyward Sword, but that was one of the things that I would love to see more of in future Zelda titles. Is it's just it's so funny because like every like it's hard to believe that that Zelda one 
the, the first Zelda, Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda, was the first one to come out, but when they released what the actual timeline of, of Zelda was, that one is actually like one of the very last in the yeah. entire timeline. And so, but it's like everything else that has come out has been before that, but yet nothing ever seems like it's ever went into the history of what, like, what caused Link to put his life on the line for Zelda every single time. Where did Link come from? Who is he? Like, what is his significance in this universe? And it's, I would love to have seen more of, like, I would love to see more of a backstory on that. Um, well, more that, of the focus on that. It's like I was saying, though, like, Link is literally nothing. That's the whole point. Link is just the, the empty slate. That's the whole point of Link throughout the entire thing. He's the empty slate for yeah. the Tide Force of Courage. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That, that's his entire purpose of existing is to inherit the Tide Force of Courage and then embark on the quest. There's nothing, like, for- who... Who Link is literally doesn't matter. For now, then, maybe they can still make it more, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. significant. Well, that's why, like, what they did, um, what's her name? The female one, Linkle? Linkle, yeah. Yeah. They, there was Linkle as well. Hmm. It was, so, like, his sister or something. Oh, and, 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 and she was supposed to be in Hyrule Warriors. She was oh, from, like, an alternate timeline. Was it? I think so. I don't remember. I haven't played, I haven't seen the stuff with her yet, so I don't know. I haven't either. Mm. But it would be kind of cool to see, a, like, a game where you're, like, the Triforce of Courage belongs to someone else. See, and I would you rather. get it later, you know what I mean? Like, you're not the hero, but you're following him around, and somehow, some way, you end up with it. And See, for me, I'd rather go to the opposite end of the spectrum. Why exactly is Ganon destined to be evil? Yeah. Why is it that the Triforce, whoever possesses the, the, the Triforce of power, always ends up corrupted? Yeah. It doesn't matter who touches it, they're corrupted the mm-hmm. moment they touch it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, they don't, even with the origin and demise and stuff like no, that, they, really don't. they don't touch on anything I, I, as to why. Again, that's literally the same thing as, like, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, where it's like the one ring, anybody who grabs it, it doesn't matter if you have a good heart or not, it will slowly corrupt you and turn you bad. Well, but there's an explanation for that, at least. At least well, in, yeah, that's at least true. in Lord yeah. of the Rings... Because Sauron his, was, like, the ultimate part, No, part evil. of his essence is in is it. Is in the ring, yeah. Part of, like, his soul was so it's imbued like, into the ring. So it's like, whose essence is imbued into the Triforce of Power that causes which them to be Which evil. doesn't make sense, because so it's, it's part the of goddesses. the goddesses. They're yeah. pure. Yeah. So how could something that's pure be corrupt? Unless if it's pure corruption, maybe. in which case it's not so part then, of the goddesses. So then maybe that, okay, so then maybe that is where I change my desire then. Maybe not even going into an origin story of Link, go into an origin story the of the goddesses? Triforce. Yeah. Or the goddesses. That would be cool. Where do the Triforces yeah. come from? Why are these Triforces all, like, why are they the power, the ultimate power of this land? Like, where did they come from? Yeah. yeah. Like, go into the history of those. I, uh, well, besides, like, genre-wise, I would love to see more of, like, an action RPG Command Zelda. Style. Well, maybe even more so in, like, the sense of, um... Tales? To the past? <laughs> Fantasy Star Online. Maybe not oh, an MMO, wow. but play more action RPG party-based oriented. You know yeah. what I mean? I see what you're saying, yeah. Like, You'd be better be off cool. following, like, the Tales-type formula or, or like, uh, yeah. that style action but RPG. But one where you're not necessarily playing as Link, but you're someone... Like, you could pick a race or, you know, and all that, and you you meet Link and Zelda in the in Hyrule Castle and stuff. Like, something like that would be really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. To be able to play as Azora. 
you know, and have a different skill set and be able to overcome different things. I thought I always think that would be cool. But I mean, I sort of they, they sort of like explore that aspect in Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, because it is yeah. its own. It has its own story, and it's very good. It, it's not like it's just some cobbled together thing that that Koei did. Right. Nintendo was really particular about how they put that one together, right. and like I mean, look at the. Like the map, the, the map system you have where you're going through the adventure mode where it's literally the map yeah. from the original game and you had to get the pieces to uncover the secrets and stuff like that. And Yeah. I mean, you got to play with the different characters that allowed you to do different things, take certain paths. and Hyrule Warriors was extremely well done for what it was. Yeah. Like, that world translates perfectly into the di- into the Warriors the series. Dynasty Warriors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, beating Honestly. up all the moblins and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just such a perfect world for it. Yeah. You know, technically they're Molbins. Moblins. Moblins. Oh, oh, is that what uh, it is? Moblins? Mold, L before mold. the B? Yeah, L before the B. Moblins. <laughs> L the B. Oh, Moblins. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But I'd like to see a game too where maybe maybe Zelda's more up front where you. Ah, uh, they've done one of those. They have. It's called Not, Ocarina of Time. No, that's. that's it's called Ocarina that's, of Time. No. What is it? Um, one of the CDI games you play as her. Oh, what was yeah. it called? Legend of Zelda. <coughs> Wanda is it Wanda, Wanda Gamelon? Yeah, Gamelon. Oh, yeah, because Faces of Evil was the one with Link. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Wanda Gamelon, you play as Zelda. You play yep. as Zelda rescuing Link, and Link is a bitch. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> not that bad. But uh, it'd be cool to see her not quite be the damsel in distress, like well, where you have no, her see, play with you. And that's fight one of the with things I thought was awesome about Breath of the Wild is. She's not the damsel in that game. No, she really isn't. literally keeps Ganon at a stalemate fighting for over a hundred years, oh, waiting wow. for you to come back. Yeah. yeah, so you can come back, get the master sword, and put an end yeah, to the put fight. An end to him. Wow. Yeah, but that's where I feel like that action RPG genre would do very well, is because then you could have her as a partner to help fight things with you. Yeah, and it would mm-hmm. just be really cool to see. Like her actually being able to do something, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I liked Hyrule Warriors so much because you could see all these other characters become more diverse and see yeah. the way they impact things. You know, I liked playing as um, Princess Rudo from Ocarina of Time. That was awesome. You know, it's it was just a really cool idea, and I I wish they would explore that more or make a more traditional RPG out of the out of the genre because it would fit. Yeah, I mean, really. Mm-hmm. It, it all, <clears throat> and this leads into a good topic that you and I had about this. Is Legend of Zelda an RPG? No. No, it really depends on what type of... How strict we're holding to the, the term role-playing game. We're talking something that fits the traditional mold of an RPG. With then technically even... Like, Final Fantasy and stuff is not necessarily an RPG. But it is. No, it is. There's a level-up system, there's an experience yeah. system, there's... You you mold your characters to their to your liking. In Legend of Zelda, but that even, does not happen. You really don't mold your characters to your you liking, You do. Though. Absolutely really. do, with the Materia system. Final well, Fantasy... Well, those are the later, later well, yeah. Final but, Fantasy. Like, well, yeah. even Final Fantasy 1, you sort of do based on the party you pick and what you but, equip but, them with and what magic you give then, them. But even then, like... The only molding you really do is, yeah, you pick their class. And equipment, and their spells. Beyond that, but even then, there's not really... There's... I suppose, yeah, you could choose other stuff, but there's clear choices to make. Like, it's basically X or Y, and if you pick the wrong one, 
you might as well just play over, start over. It's not <laughs> like Swords and Serpents. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the difference. Is like Ultima. That's a true role playing game because it does matter what you do. But I would say Final Fantasy falls under the same thing. But as, now, if as we're talking Ultima. like in the ter- like the general term of what people view as RPGs, for as far as like game, like console gaming goes. I could I could see it falling under action RPG, action but not or, Ag- no, it's yeah. not a platformer. No, it's, yeah, no, it's action adventure. It'd be action adventure. Oh, that's right. Or, because or, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not a platformer because there's no jumping involved. Yeah. Well, there is just not at your command. <laughs> In but Zelda that, One, but there's yeah. no no, there's not no Zelda jump. One. No I'm, I'm talking like Ocarina of Time and stuff. Oh, well, but that, yeah, yeah. like. Platformer <laughs> usually means precision jumping yeah. and stuff like that, so it's yeah. not a platform. Action adventure, I suppose, would yeah, action fit more than RPG. Yeah. And in that sense, Legend of Zelda, the original one for Nintendo, technically it does not fall into that category of RPG nor action RPG because there is no there there's no experience system. You do not level up your character. You basically as you as you kill enemies and get Triforce, you get hearts which expand your life so it has nothing to do with the amount of enemies you kill yeah but that could still be construed as leveling up no you not necessarily because you don't have to but get it's it. not because you don't actually have to get well them. you also do you really don't have to level up in rpgs like what you do with your your super mario run that's a different story though. you could avoid experience that... hell fallout you can play without killing a single character but that's, mm. I that's, feel like that's taking it to an extreme. Because Super is, Mario RPG, <clears throat> that's not exactly an easily obtainable. That's something you have is, to go. You have to really go out of your way to make that happen. But it is still something you can do, which makes it an RPG. It's part of the thing. That's, that's I don't the know. whole. Because Zelda's, it's pretty easy to avoid the hearts. You know what I mean? You can just choose not to get. Them. But mm-hmm. at that same point too. Uh, avoiding the hearts also does make the game harder because you can't get the white sword, you can't get the magical sword. Yeah, because I was going to so, say, and and in that sense, yes, it almost would be construed as an RPG because the amount of hearts it is dictates, it's a, it's a, it's a it, very rudimentary leveling. Yeah, system. because the 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 amount of hearts dictates the strength you will have because you have to have six hearts to pick up the white sword, and then you have to have at least twelve hearts to pick up the magical sword. So without those, you can't without getting the hearts without. Basically, leveling up, quote unquote, you cannot pick up stronger weapons. Therefore, you are going to have a more difficult time actually playing this game. I would say the first one is not an RPG; it's action adventure. See, to me, yes, it definitely it normally falls better mm. under adventure. Adventure game. of Link is an RPG because you level up and you cannot avoid leveling up. No, you can't. Yeah, so you, get, at you gain some experience. Point, you gain experience yeah. for killing things. You level up and then you decide what you yeah. want that to go towards. You go towards life, towards magic, yeah. or, uh, or or your attack, or your your attack. Yeah, yeah. But which you can skip until a point where you cannot. Because mm-hmm. if you can upgrade at least one of them, or at, at how does it work? There does come a point where you can't skip leveling up anymore. It's, it's. I think if you can, you have enough to upgrade all three. Oh, okay. You you can literally cannot avoid it. You have to level up one of them. Oh, mm-hmm. god. So that one I would consider more of an RPG than mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda One. I think that there are trace elements of like like trace RPG elements in the first one. Yeah. But you cannot technically consider it a true RPG, even an action RPG. You just yeah. you can't because that's not the way that the game was designed. Yes, there is a rudimentary RPG element to it, but I don't think that that was its natural intention to do that. 
So I think that that's why I wouldn't really construe it as an RPG. I would, but yeah. But again, yeah. it definitely sits on the fence between it what does, is and what it isn't. It does sit on the fence. And, <laughs> so. and I will not lie, is that every other Zelda past that, with maybe exception to Link to the Past, because Link to the Past plays exactly the same way as the um, as the first one, only you don't need the hearts in order to get a stronger sword. Um, but ever every single one since then has had those RPG elements, so I think people just, it's easier to 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 have it fall in line and assume that the first one falls under RPG than to say it's a non-RPG because mm. the rest of the series is RPG based or or at least it's it's more it got more and more developed as an RPG going like past the first one so it kind of just no I was like I'm thinking about it. Not it's, really. No, because you're like. No, you know what? No, no. No, because it works it, like, the same way. It's you can Wind grab Waker the heart. Doesn't, yeah, Wind you can grab the heart pieces when you kill the stuff. Otherwise, you can avoid them. And, but that's yeah, really the only progression. I, I, actually, yeah. a lot of them, even in those, you can't avoid them because oh, a lot of times the, the heart points, the the heart, the heart pieces if end up to, in the portal. You have yeah, to leave. You have to pick it up, and then it yeah. opens. I think very few of the 3D ones can you actually avoid them. I'm pretty sure. I know sure Wind Waker, like, you Ocarina, can't. Ocarina of Time. No, you can avoid the Mask, optional can... ones, like the ones that are parts of like right. side quests. No, but I'm pretty sure you Ocarina, can avoid. I think you can avoid. You can avoid the hearts because I remember. Um, I think if you rolled into the portals, you Wind can Waker, it just yeah. gives you. No, maybe Wind Waker, you can avoid too. Man, I don't know. Well, but you know, either way, I think oh, almost it, it, it definitely does not follow the same formula as, say, like a Dragon Warrior or right. a Final Fantasy. Yeah, I think the the elements of an RPG are there, but it was not its intention to be an RPG. Right, because there was an interesting thing I had seen about um, what was it? The game Game Awards or something, and, and something about best RPG. Oh, best RPG was Monster Monster Hunter. Yeah, and there there was a, a an argument about Monster Hunter not being considered an RPG mm-hmm. because you as a character don't level up, you just craft better equipment and that's your level up system. Yeah, but they're taking the term at its literal definition for that game. Right. Yeah. So it was a weird thing cuz he was the guy went on to say that Monster Hunter World falls into the same vein as Zelda. It's not so much your character that levels up, it's the equipment you gather. Whereas in yeah, a, but he defines an RPG as it's not your equipment that makes you stronger. It's you as a character also progresses. So, like, you level up, you gain more life. You level up, you gain more strength. You level up, you can put a point somewhere. Yeah, but even like, when you're even in the games that you level up in, if you don't upgrade your equipment, you're screwed. Not all the time. Show me one where you can literally just use the starting sword through the entire thing and not be fucked. The first one. No, 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 I meant, like, as far as, like, le- oh, RPGs traditional RPGs. Oh, RPG. oh, oh, no. Like, Final know. Fantasy, could you go through with the basic dagger and beat the game? The basic armor? Stuff, no, eventually that, the, the, the game hits a tipping point where if you do not level upgrade... Level up enough, maybe. <laughs> no, because even... I don't know, I've never leveled up to 99. Even at 99 and FF7, if you don't have some of the better weapons, you don't do shit for damage. I suppose there's ways to get around it, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I no, truly Mario, don't know. Mario RPG is yeah. Same Symphony way. of the Night, you could. That's, that's see, I think, but see, that, that one I think is also because well, it's it's an action game. It's an There's action. ways that's, around that. That's an action so, RPG. Yeah. That's why, like with action games, it, depending on how good you are, yeah, you can kind of get around it. But like traditional turn-based RPGs, you have to upgrade your stuff. Mm. To be honest, I've never really tried it. I've tried it in Vesperia, and I got I my mean, ass kicked. <laughs> 
Well, I don't know. That's, that'd be an interesting thing to, like, test and see. Yeah. I don't know how many... I don't think many people have really ever done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. I know. But, like, there are some games, like... The Vesperia is actually a pretty good example where, like, yeah, you can go through, uh... Up to a certain point using the basic weapons, especially on, like, New Game Plus. Mm-hmm. It's viable up to a certain point, but then... Afterwards, like there, you just like I said, you don't you just, deal enough. You just don't do enough damage at a certain point, and there's nothing you can do to change it. Yeah. Short of just standing back and using spell after spell. Mm-hmm. And, but that too might come down to it's just a uh, uh, what is it a war of attrition where yeah. it's like you just need the you need the time mm-hmm. because uh, you're not dealing a lot of damage, but you can still survive it. Yeah. yeah. Or at least how long could you survive it till you run out of resources? Um, but that's. You know, who knows? See, I don't say RPGs have always been. It's it's always been a category of games where, like, even like the way we say, you know, JRPGs. Well, it really doesn't make sense because there are Western style games that play the exact same thing, mm-hmm. play the same style. They're not JRPGs because they're not Japanese made. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Japanese like RPG is like the muddiest term for gaming. Period. It, it truly is. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. if you take it as its face value role-playing game, literally any game you're playing is an RPG. <gasps> Not true. Tetris. No, you're control- You're the outside role. You're the one controlling the blocks. <laughs> as, still- as, you're, as you're creating lines, <laughs> you're leveling up. I don't think you're leveling up. <laughs> well, and see, that's you're leveling what, up. That's, and that's why that term, the, like, that term really sucks. Because yeah. Color dinosaur. Not an RPG. Maybe not, no? Well, okay, yeah, you're going to find, like, the weird, like, okay, taboo, yeah. But I won! <laughs> yes! Put your price, Firehouse Rescue. Hey, nope, you are somebody. You yeah, gotta be the fireman. You're playing the fireman, so... <laughs> no, I know what you mean, up. because technically Forza would be an RPG, because you're assuming you're the role of the driver. the role. Yeah. That's, that's why, like, that term really sucks. It's, it's a very difficult term to define. I. It, that's why people tend to go, oh, it's a, you know, game where you fight... Fight enemies, gain experience, level up to get better equipment, yeah. and that's usually why people use that measurement. But yeah. even that, that's still not accurate. Yeah, because well, Zelda nobody... doesn't fall under that well, category. And, and, you don't and, fight creatures to get stronger. Yeah, well, or or it's like the same thing with um, uh, like God of War. People don't consider God of War an RPG, but technically it is a straight up RPG if you really Devil, think about it. Devil May Cry, the newest one RPG? actually is because you do kind of level up in that one. Yeah, but I'm just saying like the first one, people yeah. would never classify that as an RPG, but it has all of the elements. To well, even really like, describe even it like Devil May Cry, it's yeah, known yeah. as an action game. Well, you still level stuff up in those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chaos so, Legion. Yeah, I mean, you level up the thing. Yeah, it, you're right. It's a very tough so term to yeah, define. It's it's totally. I I think it's 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 really. I think Zelda hits the middle ground. It it's, really does. It can be, but it can't be. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. basically RPG light. Well, I think. Well, I think it could go. It can go either way depending on what it is that you are interested in. If you like RPGs, yeah, you may be able to, to classify it as an RPG. If you have no bearing, nor do you like RPGs, you can still like Legend of Zelda because yeah. it's not really a true traditional turn-based yeah. role-playing game. It's got the exploration stuff you yeah. can enjoy. It's got yeah. So it's yeah. got a little bit of everything for everybody, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck. Well, that's wishes and changes. I would like to see a more traditional RPG, if that makes sense. Big change. Get rid of the f- those fucking what is it? Korok seeds. Oh, the Korok seeds. There were was how many? How many were in that game? Ninety-nine, I think. No, there was more than ninety-nine. Oh, I have no idea. No, uh, no, I have no idea. Check it because there's some ridiculous amount of them, and you know what you get for getting all of them? Hmm. A golden piece of poop. 
Oh, seriously? And Gold, it does. Golden piece of poop. Literally nothing. Well, it's poop. What is the point? It's some, like, it's, I want to say there's like over 200 what of them. What are you them. talking about? It's golden. That's the point. <laughs> but, like, you do all of this work to get this thing, and they literally go, ha ha, here's some shit. Well. 900. There's 900. You're like, there's 99. I didn't know. 900. I don't think I got more than, like, I 50. I had 180. So, basically, it's there for the completionists who won 100%. It was basically a way of them padding the, 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 the game. The runtime, yeah. Which, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, so basically, you guys had no idea what the fuck to do. So you basically you were like, "Well, let's just go throw all this shit out here." It just to, we got content in our game, but no, you don't actually have fucking content in your well, game. Well, it was yeah. one of those things where it's a collectible, like a lot of those mm-hmm. those open world games have. Even find this thing. Even out in Ubisoft wild. is not that fucking anal with their collectibles. Nine hundred was a little ridiculous. Yeah, that's a that's and ridiculous. for nothing. Which yeah. brings me to my next point. Breath of the Wild. I know you didn't experience it, so this is more of a me and Kevin thing. Mm. It won Game of the Year, which is an arbitrary title anyway, because there's there's like like 900 of them. I was going to say which Game of the Year award. There's like 30 different uh, sources. Each publication has, each magazine has their own Game of the Year. Then there's the Video Game Awards that do Mm -hmm. their own Game of the Year. But it won over Horizon. Which I feel was a grave injustice. A Horizon should have won. I played Horizon I after I played Breath of the Wild. Now, I love Zelda. One of my favorite franchises of all time. I love... Horizon does everything Zelda does, but a thousand times better. I loved Breath of the Wild. Horizon beat it in every sense of the word. Uniqueness, and, design, yep. story. Just the way the game the fact flowed. The character was, you know, a character and not a cardboard cutout. <laughs> well, I mean, Link was a character in, in Breath of the Wild. He had things that he did. Like, it, it, he had a character to him. It's just you had to figure out what it was. <laughs> but he's he's a cardboard cutout. The biggest, there's not much depth to him at all. The biggest problem with Breath of the Wild, for me, was there was no real payoff for anything you did. Yeah. Except for maybe a small different ending. Which, because at some point in the game you get to retrieve your memories from the past, from from the past, before you got, you went to sleep or whatever. The reward was nothing. Mm. It was literally nothing except a very, very small cutscene at the end that did nothing. So the payoff was was jack shit. It's just like the Korok seeds. There's there, there's no point. No. After you upgrade your bags to a certain point, there was no reason to ever touch them again. Even the shrines, doing all the shrines, the only real reward was the fact that you got the pearls to upgrade your life or your stamina. But even then, but I beat really the game without having to get all of them. Yeah, and even some of the shrines gave you equipment, mm-hmm. which, as we stated before, with breakable equipment, is it really a reward? And half the equipment wasn't even that good. Mm. It was more so the outfits that you collected. But you couldn't tell what shrine gave you what. So you just did them anyway. I gave up on the shrines halfway through because I was like, fuck this. Like, there's no real reward. And I feel like that's where the game fell flat. Is there's a lot of dead space. That happens with, like, a lot of open yeah. world games. The yeah. world was gorgeous. gorgeous. And it's, it's the well draw distance out. was insanely great. Both on TV and in tablet mode. Yes. So. I love the fact that you could see the flying dragons halfway across the world. Yeah. I thought, the first time I saw the dragon, I was truly awestruck. It was one of the, uh, what was it? Nehru? Uh, ne- I don't know. The dra- They were weird. I couldn't remember what the names were. I don't think I, you know, the funny thing is, I don't think I sought all them out. 
I did just so I could hit them with the arrows so I could get their scales and the horn and stuff so I could craft the better equipment. But, like, just the wonder of the world itself was yeah. just breathtaking. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It was truly, like, the whole survival aspect of the game. Cooking shit, which got annoying, but it was still fun to do. Like, the cooking and, and eating shit. And, Going up and, into the mountain and not having cold gear was... Yeah, where you nice shivered gosh. and you yeah. lost health. Like Desert and you, and you had too hot a gear. Like, you're wearing yeah. cold gear in the middle of the desert fucked you over. Yeah, it I mean, was... There was yeah. nice little touches like that that made it nice, but... It's just an empty world. That's part but of the problem. The risk-reward system did not translate well. Yeah. So it's it, to me, is where Horizon definitely paid off. The rewards you got in Horizon were much better for doing the things that you did. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, I think, one game of the year, and I remember you and I had a discussion about this, was because... Horizon was a brand new IP. Yep. It had nothing to compare itself to. Breath of the Wild is a long-running beloved franchise. And it broke the mold. If you look at all the games prior to Breath of the Wild, it's formulaic as hell. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild took an entirely new approach to the series. You can you can approach like yes the three no. in any yes, order. Yes and no. Because it's still the same core concept. They just didn't say this is the path you have to follow. Right. It's still the exact same style of game underneath. It just has a different coat of paint. But if you really, but the way it was approached was uh, hell. It, it function. It almost went back to its roots. It functioned like the original Legend of Zelda. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's not. It did not break the mold in any way for the Zelda franchise. It it's did just, to a point. It's just. It literally takes the culmination of the best aspects of the previous games and puts them into one big game and that's the only difference yeah because it was it was definitely unique in the if you want to go fight ganon you could go fight ganon were you gonna survive probably not (laughs) but you could for all intents and purposes go straight to the end boss as soon as you got off the great plateau Mm -hmm. you could just go straight to ganon and be like fuck the rest of this good luck getting through all those ancient creatures though oh lordy (laughs) But it's that's where I feel like this. That's why the game got the acclaim it did is because it it broke the franchise into now it's open world. Which I hope they kind of keep this aspect into future titles. Mm-hmm. Is, is is keeping more of a user friendly is not the right way to put it. Freedom, more of the freedom that mm-hmm. breaks yeah. the shackles of what the previous games were. Because yeah. but in the same vein, Breath of the Wild also fell very short on story. There was extremely there was limited narrative. <laughs> if you got the... Like the the if, opening cutscene and the memories were it. Yeah, if you did the memories, you got more of the cutscenes, but and you got more of the backstory, but they're really... It was very lackluster narrative. Mm-hmm. And that was very disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping for a, a more grandiose story to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And it, it really was not... Like you said, Link is... He was not much of anything. He was the silent protagonist. But yeah, he Link, is Link, is, Link is ever Link. That's the kind yeah. of the problem with the franchise. Zelda was at least unique and interesting. Like, yeah. her whole idea of her... I mean, better. there are a lot of really cool, colorful characters throughout the world of it. Like mm-hmm. the, the old the old shrine lady that you talked to. Impa. Yeah. That was the old Impa. Yeah, mm. like she was really cool, and like some of the stuff she talks about, like you'd go beat something, go back and talk to her, and she had new stuff to talk about. Like there were individual characters that were cool, mm-hmm. but like overall, yeah, it's kind of it's it's Zelda. It's yeah. it they they have an overarching story, but they don't fill in any of the detail no. ever. It was very the. 
I like the idea of the champions. How yeah. you saw what became of the champions. Like, they were the ones that ended up becoming, like, part of the... Uh, I don't remember what the fucking big guys are called. The Sacred Beasts? Or the Sacred Beasts, yes. How, like, um, Mipha's whole story about how she actually, like, really loved your character. Yeah. And, and like, it was almost like... It was bittersweet. Like, yeah. it, her whole story arc about how, like, all of these characters ended up dying because you're not there. But it's like, it was almost a necessary evil to end up killing Ganon later. You know, it was it was very well well thought out, but it was like it was almost like snippets here and there that just didn't quite translate. Mm. But maybe that's what they were going for. That feeling of isolation. Like, you're alone in the world. Well, see, that, like, like, that maybe aspect that's is, where it was. That aspect is fine, but you can still do a narrative and have that same feeling. Yeah. Because it felt I like... I mean, look at, look at Silent, Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're... And I, I I hate that we always have to keep going back to Silent Hill. No, but, but it's true. But I mean, it's you, one of those things where you feel alone, yet there is still a story that you feel compelling you to go on. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. From the first one, especially the second one, I mean, there is one hell of a story told. But I can tell you right now, you never feel more alone than when you are playing that game. Yeah. Like, the, the feeling of isolation and just being alone and lonely... Um, I mean, and not just because it's like you're trying to find out if your wife is still alive because she wrote you a letter, but then you end up finding this gal named Maria, but then while you're looking for her, you're still in the town of Silent Hill where it looks like it's a deserted town, there's fog everywhere, you are alone and you feel isolated as hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it still tells a phenomenal story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. I was to say that that feeling of like the empty world kind of feeling. I fe- maybe that's what they were trying to go for is the feeling that you're like isolated in a land that you really aren't supposed to be a part of. Yeah, but, it, but even then, it just, I, they but still again, it there's, there's also like the, but there's a difference between making you feel isolated and then giving me an empty sandbox to play in. Right. Yeah, it's cool. I have the sandbox to play in, but I just don't have enough toys to make it worth my while. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like I said, I loved Breath of the Wild. It was a great experience. Oh, I do too. Yeah, don't I, get me wrong. Uh, to be perfectly honest, though, I don't know if I ever would play it again. I'm. I will eventually because I know I want to do the Champions Ballad and all that. Well, shit. I I I, I tried that first DLC for powering up the Master Sword, and I said, "Screw that! I'm not doing it." Yeah. Because if you screw up your item usage in one room, you're not making the run. Period. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. I have to admit, I actually didn't get any of the DLC for Breath of the Wild because I haven't played it since. Yeah. I beat it. I said I had my fun with See, it. And that's it put in. That was one thing that game in. really, really could have used. I have no weapon. Allow me to fucking punch. Oh, you got the bombs. <laughs> you can just make the magic bombs. Yeah. Fuck it. So, what do you feel? How, how do you feel, I should say? About the whole uh, debacle of the Zelda timeline. Jeez. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll just be blunt off the top. I think the only reason Nintendo went and assembled the timeline and pre- presented it in the the Historia, is it? Yeah, Hyrule Historia. Yes, it was um, the one that came out with, I think it was Skyward Sword, yeah, actually. Because like that's the only they, reason they did well, it they did a, a was, to, was yeah, to yeah. appease fans and shut the stupid fan speculation up. Yeah. That was the only reason they did it. Because like, if you really look at the, the overall like stories of each game, there you can obviously tell they were never meant to be, mm-hmm. with the exception of like... Um, Majora's Mask uh, and Ad- Adventure of Link. 
Yeah. That's yeah, the that's only true. one that you can actually say is a direct sequel. Because yeah. even Majora's Mask, you can uh, you can kind of be like, well, alternate reality version of this this character. Well, Majora's Mask could be construed as a direct... Well, it's not construed. It is a direct sequel, pretty much, because he's looking for a lost friend that he parted yeah. ways with after he went back and became a kid, which I'm pretty sure he's. they, they say he's looking for Navi. Navi, yeah. Yeah, but it's still one of those things where it could be, you know... The difference between you know mainline six one six Marvel and Ultimate Marvel, mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a direct sequel. That a, reference was lost on me. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> you've the, got it's, main time, main universe, it, yeah, alternate it's universe, the multiple, it, it doesn't Earth one and Earth two. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be a direct sequel, more of a a spiritual sequel or a mm -hmm. sort of we had this cool idea, let's just do something with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I know most of the timelines end up making a split at Ocarina of Time. So it's well, pretty you much have the, higher, the historian. Don't I you? do. It's in the other room. <laughs> so I know um, it, it has to do with the way Ganon is fought by Link. So there's the Ganon gets defeated, and that's I think they call that the Golden Age, where he stays as an adult. Then there's the one where he defeats Ganon. And then goes back to a kid. That's when Majora's Mask starts. And then you get some of the kid ones. And there's the one where he there's the one dies, where he right? fights Ganon and dies. And then you get the Dark Ages. They call it, which is uh, Link, I think Link to the Past. Zelda or uh, Legend, Legend of Zelda, Zelda One is and then, part of the Dark Ages. Yes, because the yeah. hero's dead, so she has to break the Triforce to seal Ganon. Uh, some crazy shit. Ganon's a pig. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> But it gets the 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 timeline is is very very odd, kind of in the it same is. way Kingdom Hearts makes literally it, zero yeah. sense. <laughs> Actually, the funny you should mention that because uh, Tim and I were talking about that earlier. He's like, I have a degree in like literature or whatever it is, and he's like, and I still don't get it. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts has to be one of the most slipshoddily thrown together timelines I've ever heard. Hmm. Mostly because they rehash the same fucking worlds 9,000 different fucking times. I played one. I played Chain of Memories. It's literally one again. I played two, visiting the same fucking worlds again, but maybe I'm a year or two older. And now what, three? Let's go back to the same worlds with some other ones sprinkled in because Disney fucking came and made more worlds for some reason because they bought everything because Disney owns everyone. It won't be long before they own Nintendo too, so Zelda will be in there. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be Nintendo will ever. Well, they'll never to sell to a foreign power. No, so. no fucking Kingdom Hearts makes zero sense. The, to me, the best Kingdom Hearts game, Birth by Sleep. I agree. Thank you very much, Aqua Terra Inventus. Let's try not to get too far. That's We're not going to get far into Kingdom Hearts. That's going to be an episode on its own. Yes. But uh, that's the timeline. What is your guys' feeling on it? Well, it's it's so funny because I actually, I remember I bought the the Hyrule Historia where yeah, they first yeah. published the, the timeline, the official Nintendo timeline, um, before I have, had ever actually played through the whole entirety of Ocarina of Time. And I remember reading the timeline and just thinking to myself, like, why is why there? Is this necessary? Why is this necessary? Why do you have to split the timeline into this, this one, and this one? At no point does this timeline ever, does it ever require a split like this? And then I played uh, Ocarina of Time, and I'm like, oh wow, okay. There's literally no other way to make sense of the timeline other than to have split it between what Young Link did mm -hmm. to get to a certain point and what Future Link did. 
past that point where everything can change on the inside of that uh, of that that timeline that possibility yeah. um and so then i started to understand yeah this is the only thing that they could really have used to explain it and have it still have some kind of sense of of making sense basically mm-hmm. there was a game for the sega saturn that i just thought of that that kind of we were talking about alternate timelines, and, and we played Super Mario Brothers 2 recently, and we talked about how being mm-hmm. in a dream is the biggest cop-out ever in it writing is, history. In creative writing, it's, yeah. it's a huge cop-out, because it means that you have no other way to explain something. So, the game for the Sega Saturn mm, I got a bigger one. Dragon Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The balls of a doing! Uh, Dark Savior is a game for the Sega Saturn. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, the whole game is basically a dream. Okay. So every time the, the game is split up, so the opening sequence is you on a ship. It's you're you're a bounty hunter. You have your bounty that's locked up in the basement, and you're traveling to Jailer Island to drop this this criminal off. Uh, at some point, the criminal escapes. He's causing all this havoc around the ship. You and and the the way the game basically splits what they're called parallels is based on how fast you get to this one particular room in the captain's quarters to fight this creature. Or, don't fight the creature. So if you get there fast enough, you get there before the creature even reaches the captain's deck, he fucks off, it creates a parallel. You get there as he's getting there, before he kills the captain, it creates another parallel there. You get there after he's already killed the captain, taken him over, he leaves, that creates another parallel. It's, it's, it's like the weirdest things happen based on what happens in this opening sequence. But the way events unfold, it's like there's the, all these references and things that happen on this island that, that wouldn't happen if you had gotten there sooner. Mm. This, this woman that you meet there, Kay, she dies. She wouldn't die in a different timeline. And she talks about, oh, if we had met in a different life and all this shit. And it's like the ending is always the same. You fight the big bad boss and it restarts the game with you waking up in the cabin back on the ship. And he, he's, his opening dialogue is, I had the worst dream. Like, it, it's the weirdest dream, he says. And Zelda, I feel like, kind of falls under that same thing, where it's like, I don't know where I want to go with this, and I created these weird timelines that only make sense in different timelines. So, well, I, I think it's... They suffer, like, for the overall, like, yeah, timeline story, it's... Kind of like the the problem they had with what what appears to me with Kingdom Hearts is we wrote a story, we wrote ourselves into a corner. We really don't have some way of like fixing this. Mm-hmm. So instead of correcting the writing we've done, let's jump over here to the right now and s- see what other ideas we can do, and then see if maybe we can link it back to this other thing. Yeah, where they just write something and be like, ah, eh, we'll figure out the tie-in later. So yeah, yeah so what what they they ended up doing that kind of shot themselves in the foot although they didn't realize it at the time but it's almost as if the Zeldas that have come out are almost and I hate to make this comparison it should have followed a similar thing to like Silent Hill where it's basically an anthology series where yes they're the same in title but the stories are completely separate from one another however Zelda seems like it was made like that, where it was separate stories, but unfortunately, they used the same characters, so when you use the same characters over and over again, Ganon, Link, Zelda, all these characters, 
you then, it, it, it's normal for the mind to want to say, okay, how does this all link together? It's the same characters, it's gotta be part of a bigger overarching story, what's going on with it? Well, and, and another part of that is, they never knew while creating these games they would have such an obsessive fan base. And that's, and that's probably I it, too. I think that's an, one of the oh, big yeah. problems is it, with fan base of anything, comics, games, you mm-hmm. know, movies, people have this fascination, well, I don't even know if it's a fascination or an obsession, with trying to figure out every tiny, like, minute detail and you know, strip everything down and be like, "Oh, this was what this is what this means, and this mm-hmm. is what this means." And we try to connect dots, and yeah. it's yeah, even if it's, the dots aren't there. Yeah, yeah, it's unraveling a ball of yarn to you know build a sweater. Well, I mean, it could, you could have just left it as it was. It's still useful for what it's what it is. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. didn't have to do this other thing. Yeah, that's why to me the East games are perfect. Yeah. That is a perfect way to tie it. You literally could drop a game anywhere in that timeline and it fits. All mm-hmm. you have to do is reference stuff that may have happened before in other games and you're good. Oh, you okay. don't need to have played those other games for the story to make sense. Every game is so ni- nicely encapsulated that it just it fits. And that's why I love the East series. Another franchise that does that pretty well is The Elder Scrolls. Yeah. You do not yeah. have to have played any of the other games to just grab Morrowind or um, Oblivion or Skyrim, yeah, there's little references to other like other fr- parts of the franchise, but they stand or fall on their own. Yeah. They're not like picking up, you know, playing the first uh, Xeno Saga and then just jump into the third. Or the second Mass Effect or something, yeah. Yeah. But I suppose even Zelda, in its sense, is an encapsulated story every time. Mm-hmm. And then well, I, that's what I mean. Yeah, I feel that's like what I mean right. by anthology. people yeah. are trying to make connections that aren't there. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think that's where they came up with this weird, bizarre timeline of different ages, whether he lived or died, or or you fan, know, or, or fan theories, which I uh, I'm a big fan, honestly, of the fan theory that that Majora's Mask is about Link's death, like he yeah. he's died, and he this died is his, beginning. and this is his acceptance into into the afterlife, basically. Um, yeah. And it's just funny because, yeah, Nintendo shot that down, and it's, honestly, I feel that it's it's because it's honestly the the thought that people put into that and trying to, uh, trying to explain it, even with the supporting evidence of, like, everything that happens, yeah. where everything revolves around death, Termina being the the main uh, the the main the town. T- main town where this is happening, um, even pieces into Twilight Princess where you meet the Stalfos Knight who was the the champion of time or whatever mm-hmm. it was yeah, the hero of time yeah, yeah the hero of time it's like and he basically tells you I I lost to Ganon like I I was not strong enough and yeah. I I lost so everything makes sense when it's tied together and then Nintendo debunked it and said no absolutely not we were not planning any of that. And honestly, I, I, I really do think it's because they're just upset that they didn't think about that first. Yeah, especially, yeah, Majora's it's Mask possible. played so well into it. Oh, absolutely. You know, you have the fact that there are people wandering around town as if the moon's not fucking falling. No. You have guys that are depressed. You have people mm-hmm. that are, like, there's so many things that just make too much sense for it to be cool. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know somewhere, some guy creating it was like, this could be very badass. Let's put it in and yeah. not really say anything. See if anybody will figure it out. You know, yeah. or they read the Divine Tragedy and loved it. <laughs> or oh, Dante's the, the, Inferno, Paradise uh, and the, Purgatorio. Kub, uh, the Kubler Ross, uh, the stages of grief. Yeah, yeah, there's that too. So I mean, yeah, 
denial, denying that the moon is going to destroy the world in yeah. three days. <laughs> well, even even the way you acquire all the other characters, like the mm-hmm. other the different forms, the different masks are all based on death because that character died. Yeah. So now you have yeah, the mask so to the become mask, him. mask of death. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's creepy because then the people think you're that person. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's oh my god when you put on the the Goron oh mask. Oh my god, is that thing creepy? Oh we, well, not even just that. I mean, it's just it's like it's heartbreaking where yeah. the where the uh, the uh, the the Goron king thinks that like his son's back. And it's yeah. like it's just. It, it's the saddest, most heart wrenching thing. Yeah, the but whole, it's like the you know whole what? that makes game. the game even worse because Link is literally walking around stealing souls. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a soul himself. Yeah, well, yeah. Link is a dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking tattle. So, but it's uh, but I mean I I enjoy the the fan theories, but honestly, like they don't fit into Nintendo's timeline, so therefore they say nope, we did not, and we didn't plan that at all when it's like all the pieces fit so perfectly yeah. together I agree I feel like the timeline could have they could have done a they they did it that's fine um, it to be honest better. I feel like they didn't have to I feel like the games would have been fine on their own as any other let people just keep talking about what they yeah. what they like what their fan theories are let them think that their fan theory is right yeah, by putting out the timeline I think Kevin really did nail it on the head where Nintendo was kind of almost like a screw you like no 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 you guys are getting a little bit out of hand we're going to put the kibosh on this so we're going to make an official yeah. timeline and that's when they put that out and they said nope now if it, it does not fall into this timeline it didn't happen it's not yeah. it doesn't work when instead you should just say you know what people are talking about our games they love our games they believe that these are the theories until they are put into black and white everybody's right Basically, everybody. No, I'm just saying. Like, no, that's you can feel you uh, can feel really passionate about your your story, and until you're freaking Schrodinger's cat, yeah. Uh, until you're debunked, guess what? Your your thoughts on that is just as good as anybody else's. Yeah. So yeah, to a theory, to a point, I suppose. Yeah, it's like Schrodinger. But uh, yeah, that's. I don't know, guys. That's enough of that. We we didn't really talk about the companions. That you get in the, the games. Uh, that really kind of sorry. only started in Ocarina. Who cares? Fee, annoying. I love Navi. Fee. Well, I mean, overall, but like Fee got annoying. Like, well, especially uh, Navi got annoying too. Well, yeah, but like. Hey, listen! The, like, the big thing of with Fee was for she quite a while into the game, it was I'm going, I'm going, dead stop, talk to Fee. Yeah. All right, this conversation's over. Walk slightly forward. Dead stop, talk to Fee. Yeah. Hey, I like, look, you met, you met a new obstacle. Dead stop, talk to Fee. I liked Fee as a character. I, I yeah, Well, they they really haven't... Oh, I liked Midna. I thought Midna, Midna was... A, I think, Midna I think was, was probably my favorite. Because at least Midna felt like she had a use in the world. Yeah, because she made sense. Because when you used your powers as the wolf form... If you notice, it's Midna's hair doing the different things. And yeah. So, like, Midna felt like she was, like, she's there actually assisting Link, whereas the rest of them are just kind of, uh, hey, here's my navigator, but that's, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna poke you in the in the shoulder saying, nah, yeah. that's not the right direction. Navi and Tattle. Tattle was worse because instead of saying, hey, she just rang that annoying ass, Oh yeah, it was, was like it, the bell that was, that was from Majora's that was, Mask. That right? was Majora's yeah. Mask. Oh, Tattle was the worst right. in my opinion. That's right, Navi. I was fine. Hey, listen, I'm all right with that. I'll listen to you all day, bitch. Well, but here's <laughs> Tattle's here's, annoying ass ringing. Ugh. Here's the thing: is that it's um, 
<laughs> so Navi, like, it, it did get annoying. The whole hey, listen, but it's like I actually I, I have a friend. Listen, I could tune it out after. A well, while. that, but I also have a friend who like that was his his text <laughs> message thing. So anytime he was around and he would get a text message, that is literally what I would hear. Mm. And so I was like, I I got used to it in the sense that it's like, oh okay, I just. It, it feels like so and so's phone is like right by me, and that's that's what's going on. So I was able to deal with it, but yeah, the the ringing from uh, from from your your fairy companion in, in Majora's Mask. Oh, that was the worst. No, thank you. I don't know, boys. I think that'll do it for Legend of Frickin' Zelda. Kevin, thank you for being on. As always, fuck you, <laughs> Paul. I hate you too. Get out of my house. <laughs> You know what? Fine. Because anybody who doesn't like A Link to the Past, they can just jump off a bridge. That is only two feet in the air. I don't want anybody to get hurt. It's all right. If you don't like Minish Cap, you can jump off that bridge straight out of my wiener. And it... (laughs) So hit us up on Facebook. (laughs) Hit us up on Twitter. Go to powertripgaming.tv. It will take you directly to the YouTube channel where you can watch us play through the Nest Quest. Watch us play Legend of Zelda. Paul did a very good job on it. Uh, why? 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 I'm sorry. Why? Why what? Do you always have to go to the penis jokes? Hey, Paul. It's like the Zelda timeline. It doesn't make sense. God. Just, just accept. It doesn't make sense. Damn Just it. think about it. There's a timeline where I make only butt jokes. There's a timeline where I make only vagina jokes. There's a timeline where I make, ju- I make neuter jokes. Neuter jokes. Neuter jokes. Neuter babies. Dude, it doesn't matter. People are beautiful no matter what they are. I happen to think phallic jokes are hilarious. <laughs> because the penis in and of itself is God's joke. <laughs> if you believe in such a thing. It's it's a little mushroom. It's cute. Well, mine is. <laughs> it's, just, it's a little bit of a thing. A little bit oh, of a thing. Man. I could give you what Vanderhoof called a shroom pop. <laughs> Mushrooms down. <laughs> Uh, send us a comment how you feel about the Legend of Zelda series what is your favorite we would definitely love to hear yeah what's your favorite Legend of Zelda game what do you think about the timeline do you have any uh, theories on what has been going on in the timeline or something like like the Majora's Mask theory of Link is dead Um, do you have any fun theories let us know did you like the CDI games probably not I would actually hope not. Please don't, uh, unless you have some kind of sentimentality towards them, which I don't really think many people <laughs> did. Hell no! How expensive was a CDI back then? Oh God, it was Shh, like expensive. oh yeah, it was like three or four hundred dollars. Anal fissures. Nobody owned one. You no, know, well, and that's <laughs> well, that's why the the three uh, D O failed too. Wow. When that thing came out, it was like six hundred bucks. God damn. Yeah. So, I mean, if you agree with my feelings on Link to the Past, leave a comment. If if you agree with my feelings on Minish Cap being one of the lowest ranked of the Legend of Zelda series, why don't you leave a comment for that, too? Hell, if you liked Spirit Tracks, send us a comment on why you maybe liked it. Maybe yeah. it might change our minds. Let us Doesn't know, matter. You're wrong. Let <laughs> us know why we're wrong for not liking it. Well, you two are wrong because you're ugly. Kevin will never change his mind, so he don't won't. ever think you could change his mind yeah. about anything. Yeah, don't don't try to convince him. Just because it, it I'm smarter than you. Your mom got me that one shirt. It means it's true. <laughs> I've known you wow. for 17 years. I literally can't. I, I literally can't think of a time I've changed your mind on anything. You haven't. Tim has, because he's smarter than you. 
That's very true, and I concede defeat on that. <laughs> so uh, that'll do it for the Power Trip Gaming Power Cat! I want a sound button so I can do thunder here. <laughs> Alright guys, bye. I have I I I don't think I can top that.